0: party people welcome once again to the party of one podcast the actual play rpg podcast where the gaming table is always set for two i am your host as always jeff stormer this week on the show i am joined by tracy barnett for a playthrough of their new game currently on kickstarter iron etta accelerated built off of the bones of the dresden files accelerated system iron etta accelerated tells the story of norse action in the heat and the peak of ragnarok Players take on the role of heroic defenders of their holdfast, tasked with fending off dwarven destroyers, invading armies, supernatural threats, and the ever-encroaching end of days. This game is seriously so cool, I am so excited for you to hear it, I'm so excited to play it, I just, I love this game, for real. As I mentioned, the game is currently on Kickstarter fully funded, you can find a link to that as well as Tracy's other work. Uh, including One Shot, which we played on the show previously, and their actual play podcast, The Other Cast, in the show notes below. And with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week I am sitting down with Tracy Barnett. Tracy, thank you so much for coming on Party of One.
1: Jeff, thanks for having me.
0: So, uh, why don't you, at the top of the show, take a moment to talk about, uh, let the audience at home, the blah, 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 heavily edited, the other thing is heavily edited, if you, did, if you flub a line, if you need to take a moment and think, do all those things, I can cut it and post, because I'm going to have to retake some lines. Okay. So, you at should... the top of the show, why don't you take a moment and let the audience at home know about anything that you might want them to know about, any projects you're working on, any cool Kickstarters that you happen to be running starting the day of this recording, that sort of thing.
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, I design tabletop role-playing games, and I just today at uh, 9 a.m., so an hour and 11 minutes ago as of uh, right now, uh, I'm working with Encoded Designs to do a new ed- a new version of my game Iron Edda, and uh, the title is Iron Edda Accelerated. It's on Kickstarter now, and that is what we are going to be playing today.
0: Yes, indeed. So why don't you take a moment and tell us the big picture pitch of iron edda give us a little bit of background about the game and the world and then we will set up and we'll introduce our characters and go through the specific uh scenario that we've set up and then we'll dive into the game
1: okay so here's your elevator pitch for iron edda accelerated ragnarok has happened in the form of 50 foot tall metal dwarven destroyers rising out of the ground and humanity says oh gods oh gods what do we do and Loki says hey I have this thing that I totally didn't steal from the dwarves that will let you take the spirits of your bravest warriors and bond them to the bones of dead giants. And y'all can Pacific Rim this shit.
0: That works. That works for me.
1: Yeah. So uh, it is uh, the original game uh, I wrote and kickstarted about four years ago. Uh, It was called uh, Iron Edo War of Metal and Bone, and it used uh, a combination of Fate Core and Fate Accelerated. Uh, This new version uh, is 100% fate accelerated. Uh, and it uses the framework that evil hat came up with, uh, for Dresden files accelerated. So you've got approaches, you've got, uh, all your aspects and everything. But the big thing is you've got conditions for your character that represent like the things that you can do that are specific to your destiny. Um, so the bone bonded can mark a box to summon the bones and, and absolutely wreck dwarven destroyers and mm-hmm. recover those boxes by indulging in their giants worldly desire. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's a lot more specific, a lot more uh, granular than uh, the original mm-hmm. version was, uh, but it still allows for the wonderful freeform storytelling that Fate is so good at.
0: Yeah, and uh, I love Fate. It's really it my it's still it's still one of my favorite role-playing games of all time. So anytime I get to play a Fate game, I'm over the moon. So uh, why don't you? Well, let's see. Uh, why don't we'll introduce our characters? Uh, why don't I go first since you've just introduced the game, um, my character, uh, let's introduce our holdfast of, uh, Jotunheim, home of giants, uh, Jotunheim is famous because our bone-bonded is bonded with the bones of Ymir, father of giants. Because of this, we have a special a rare an all too rare friendly relationship with giants you know our our home is on a hill surrounded by caves and mines and in those caves live giants and we are famous for being living in this living in this place at you know around these giants and having a peaceful and honestly fruitful relationship with them you know they have guided us to where the secret gold deposits are so we are a wealthy holdfast that has survived and 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 is amidst all of this war and chaos we have struck out this tiny little corner of safety that i that is really just good I, I, i i i love this tiny little town oh yeah you know who else loves this tiny
1: little town our jarl. Is it they? The jarl. You mean the jarl of jarls? Well, that that's what he's calling himself these days. Um, mm-hmm. The the problem with that is it sounds really pretentious, and um, I mean it. It really looks like he's just sort of hungry for power, hungry for land, and and just mm-hmm. wants more, and is using this wealth and the the power of the giants to demand more. Uh, not mm-hmm. just of the, the other holdfasts in the nearby area, but also of the refugees that are streaming in because um, the rainy season has been especially rainy this year. Um, things are, are flooding all over the place, except, as you noted, our lovely little uh, plot of land because uh, we're up in the hills. The water runs down. Mm-hmm. You know, we get, we get rain up top. It's enough for the crops. Uh, everything's good except, you know, uh, everywhere down below us uh, is getting flooded out pretty badly.
0: Yeah, and it's, you know, I, I imagine not only is it is it rainy and floody, but like with the oncoming Ragnarok, I imagine no one else has been able to protect themselves. And so Jarl's fell pretty easily to something as simple as a flood. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to secure ourselves a little bit extra because, well, we have... The giants at our back and so
1: we do have the giants at our back you know what's to the south of us though you hear those horns across the yes. a- a- across the mid-distance and see the smoke on the horizon the Petruvian empire uh they've got legions they can build bridges over flooded lands mm-hmm. they can traverse areas that that you know other people would be daunted by and they're coming they're coming for our gold. Mm-hmm. They're coming for our homes, uh, and I have a feeling that uh, if we don't do something to to stem that particular tide, uh, the floods made of water are going to be the least of our concern. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's fire on floods in the ground and fire on the horizon. It's like
1: it's Ragnarok or something.
0: It's like it, It's a lot like it's Ragnarok or something. It's beginning
1: to look a lot like Ragnarok. Like Ragnarok.
0: <laughs> so, um, my character in all of this is Sigrin the Crafter. Uh Sigrin, she is a she is the the last of a long line, or the latest of a long line of blacksmiths and crafters and builders of things. You know, her mother has passed on her forge She has this tiny little blacksmith's hut with an anvil and a hammer and a fire pit. But that's not all all I want from this world, you know? This world can be so much more than this tiny little corner of a hill. We can build this world into something truly magnificent if we just put our minds and our hearts and our hammers to it. I just... I'm not there yet. We're getting by, you know, it's, it's a bad time, but I will, I will in time fix this, fix all of this, this way. I will, I will change the way that we do things. Even if right now I am limited to making spears and building walls.
1: That is absolutely precious. Your, the things you do are amazing. Uh, says Leif Bjarnbern, the, uh, the farmer. Uh, I have a, a big plot of land outside the walls of the Holdfast. Uh, the farm's uh, high concept is fields of golden grain. Uh, it's wheat and alfalfa and things that uh, you know provide the, the basic sustenance that the Holdfast needs. Um, but even in our high uh, elevation and well-drained areas, the trouble of the farm is water, water everywhere. Um, things Mm -hmm. are getting flooded out uh, in spots even up here uh and this is a place where the land will will welcome you and support you as long as you're willing to work you have to put in the work Mm -hmm. you have to put in the effort and it has to be right Mm -hmm. and that's that's kind of the problem with with everything that's going on right now right the 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 jarl of jarls uh is just not going about all of this the right way uh Mm -hmm. Jarl Svensson is wanting to take things the easy way
0: I think he wants to yeah he wants to sit back he sees an opportunity for power and he wants to sit back and collect it without putting in the work to make things better for everyone Are, are we in the meat hall right now are we, are, I think we're absolutely yeah, in the Mead Hall. So
1: the, the Mead Hall is the central sort of like gathering place for the entire holdfast. fast. Um, it's, it's a big sort of mm-hmm. long house with multiple fire pits in it, uh, long trestle tables, and everyone sort of brings uh, what food and drink they have to share communally, right? It's not like a, mm-hmm. a tavern where you buy things. Um, so we're sitting, you know, uh, at a, a smaller uh, table off to the side, Um Near enough to a fire pit to feel its warmth, but not so near that we're roasting our own flesh, and uh, we've each got like uh, a, a tankard of ale and mm-hmm. discussing this this jarl situation uh, over over some drinks. Mm-hmm. And
0: and Sigrin is just looks tired and like you know bags under her eyes like she's just been working relentlessly in making every in making you know weapons and blades and spears and everything because we've been sending out you know to feed the refugees we've been sending out hunting parties left right and center and that's you know hunting parties need weapons and we need we need things to carve to carve game, and we need things, we need things to serve people with, and they come to me, and it's, it's been long nights, and she's just head in her hands like, he's, oh my, he's, he's the most annoying, I don't know what has happened to Svensson, but he, this whole Jarl of Jarl things, he's just, he's just so annoying, Jarl of Jarls, it sounds so, it's not, it's not, it's so pretentious.
1: And, and as you say that, I think that the, the doors to the Mead Hall open up and the, uh, self-titled Jarl of Jarls, like, walks in. And it's not just the name, right? It's not just the, Mm -hmm. the title, but he's, like, started wearing this, like, fur-lined cloak that's, like, Mm -hmm. just, just a little bit extra, right? Yep. Um, and he like walks down the middle of the, of the, the mead hall, you know, around the center fire pit and takes his spot at his chair and just sort of like imperiously beckons. And, uh, I think we both, well, I, I will ask, um, a, so a person, um, a warrior, uh, dressed well, uh, walks in. Do we recognize who this person is? I
0: don't think we do. I think that that I think a well-dressed I I I like that this is somebody that we've never seen before. Especially if they are palling around with the yarl of yarls. I don't know that we've we've I think it's I think this is a new face.
1: Cool. So I think the this person walks in um they're they're obviously of our people, right? Based on mm-hmm. based on yep, yep, yep. based on her dress. Um and she comes forward uh, having the fire pit between her and Jarl Svensson's chair, uh, and she kneels. What does Svensson say? Uh, Svenson takes a
0: moment, sits for a moment, like, takes a, 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 a second or two longer, that, like, long enough that, like, everybody kind of realizes, like, what he's doing, and then says no no you don't need to kneel you do not need even though you know please please you've shown enough respect to the jarl of jarls you need not kneel despite the fact that she's been kneeling for a few seconds Mm -hmm.
1: and she's she stands up uh and and inclines her head briefly uh toward jarl spenson uh and he continues speaking what does he say He says, I...
0: Does he say? That's a good question.
1: Uh, I was was expecting that this was another Jarl who has come to swear fealty. Hmm.
0: Yeah, okay. So I think what he says is... He says, I... I am so honored. And he kind of, like, gestures to the whole... Honored that you would... Come and join us and bring more unity to our land in such a in the time of Ragnarok that you would bring your banner under 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 the Jarl of Jarls and aid us in the oncoming battle. bless you and like. He kind of grabs her hand with both hands, and it's just like, "Bless you, you, you are the true hero here. You, not not the Jarl of Yarls. You are the true hero."
1: Um, as as a player to a player, are you prepared for a twist? Yes. Cool. Yes. 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 So as as he steps around the fire pit, right, and 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 sort of meets her as something of an equal, uh, they clasp hands. And he uh, reaches down to his belt to pull out, like, the arm cuff to put on her. Mm -hmm. That's, like, the symbol of loyalty. And as he's looking down at his belt to get the cuff, she pulls a dagger. Oh, no. And uh, thrusts it towards him. Uh, What happens?
0: Um, I think... (sighs) I think... Sigrin has been, like, just eye-rolling this whole ordeal, but I think, like, I think probably, like, a lot of the people, like, when we see the dagger come out, Mm -hmm. we're probably not fast enough to stop it, but we certainly, like, make the, like, we try, right?
1: Okay, um, I might suggest that, uh, you, if you would be the person who would have made the jarl's armor Mm -hmm. then you could mark a box of by my hand or even masterwork if you if this is some really fancy shit uh to have the jarl wearing the armor that you made and you can spend one of those invokes off to have the dagger just glance to the side
0: i love that i think that's exactly what i'm gonna do i'm gonna mark by my hand okay i don't think i've i don't think i have i think i have very consciously not given my best work to the Yarl. because i think it was i think this armor was commissioned after he was the jarl of jarls if he had come to me before that i probably would have given him my masterwork armor
1: okay but i think right now like You're, you, like, you want well, the second like <laughs> you want to keep his pretentious ass in line
0: yeah the second he came to me like he came to me making demands and i don't take well to demands so i i phoned it in
1: all right so um, the, uh, the fifth slide on our workspace there is where we can put aspects. Um, so yeah, if you want to, to name that aspect, yeah. um, and, uh, don't, don't bother putting the fate point on there, uh, for the, for the, the box mark, because it's going to have, uh, been spent to, to stop this dagger blow. Um, but then nice armor fit for a King. Oh, ar- armor mostly fit for a King
0: yeah yep yep, <laughs> yep with with the parentheses yeah because i think yep armor mostly fit for a game cool
1: um this seems like an initiative type uh situation to me yeah. okay so uh iron Man accelerated uses um a handoff initiative same as like marvel heroic and uh, sure. and such so uh she acted first we get to decide uh since we're sort of doing this together who goes next um, and I think for the purposes of this scene, the players are her, the Jarl, you, me, and the crowd.
0: Yeah. I think that unless, unless you would like to go first, I think the crowd, or unless you would like to go next, I think the crowd might go next. I think it's either you or the crowd. I, I think that, I think Sigrin is taking a little time to like react. And I think the Jarl is caught off guard and not especially fit for this kind of thing.
1: Sure. Um, i think that that i will go next um and the thing that i'm going to do is i'm going to reach out and grab my tankard of ale and mm-hmm. i'm going to drink it all down and then okay. i'm going to lean back in my chair and kick my feet up on the table mm. that's my action
0: interesting very interesting
1: um so the, who so the, who goes the next? crowd goes next what do they do uh, the
0: crowd, I think, I think they
1: rush. I think
0: they rush her, and I think they like try to pin her to the ground. They try to pull them apart. They try to pull the knife away, but I think they get in their own way. Okay, like I think that they maybe successfully like separate them. But they separate them because there's a mob of people trying to do 15 different things. And none of them are especially prepared to do those things. So there's people trying to, like, make sure the Jarl's okay. But they're, you know, ripping on his cape. And they're shoving him. And they're just, like, patting on his shoulders. And there's people trying to pin her down. But they're just kind of, like, grabbing at her ankles and pulling at her hands. And, like, she's a trained fighter. Like, she's a... She's a... She's a... 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 She looks like a fighter, so she's, like, fighting off some of these people just naturally. Okay. And it's a whole chaotic scene uh, so to the point where I think I'd like to put an aspect on the table, if that's all right with you. Uh,
1: well, I was going to make the crowd uh, up as a, as a quick NPC here. Oh,
0: perfect. Perfect.
1: So they are uh, good at following along. Yep. Um, and that means, uh, good at means they roll uh, such things at a plus two.
0: Yep. And they are probably bad at taking initiative.
1: uh, I I was going to say acting cohesively.
0: Yes, that's yes. Yeah, that's that's what I was. That's that's the same thing I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's probably what they're not good at.
1: Okay, so now we have the crowd as a minor NPC, um, and I think that uh, with everything that you described, a die roll is probably in order here. Um, yeah so the crowd is going to roll this at minus two because they're bad acting yep. cohesively she is a full-on like full major NP- npc i think um yep. so i'm not going to bother uh with all of her stats right now i'm just going to note mm-hmm. that in this instance she is going to resist forcefully uh which okay. she has a b- at a plus three okay so you go ahead and roll for the crowd and i'll roll for her
0: all right sounds good Minus, minus, blank, plus, so that is a minus one, so they are at a minus three. And she got a
1: one. Uh, Great. So that's a different sh- difference of four shifts. Um, I don't think yep. we want to bring any fate points into play here, Um, but exactly what you described is what happens, and she actually gets a boost out of this, right, because she defended with style. Uh, so let's give her a name real quick. Uh, who do we have here? We'll go with ingrid's fell fast all right ingrid's fell fast and uh she now has uh we'll just call the boost chaos right yeah. um because this whole scene has exploded into all kinds of action uh and she is has not been restrained she has not been mm-hmm. she's been separated from the jarl but only just um, yeah, and everything is extremely chaotic at this point in time. Um, yep, 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 so yep. she's gone. I've gone. The crowd is gone. It's you and the jarl. Who's going next?
0: I think this is when, I think this is when, uh, Sigrin probably like, l- I think her action is, Oh no, you,
1: you sh- went because you created the armor on your turn. So the, the Yarl's the only one left to ask. So, uh, yeah, so what does Svensson do?
0: Uh, I think Svenson, I think Svenson is going to try and uh, create an advantage of basically, like... Imp- like, basically create an advantage to basically, ha- like, organize an impromptu royal guard. Like, give orders to the crowd and, you know, I don't think he wants to get his own hands dirty. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's just like... Can- you know, restrain her. Take her, drag her away. She has disrespected the Jarl of Jarls. My life is in danger and my life is more important than your lives, so save me.
1: Okay. Um. That sounds like a pretty flare based move to me. Yes, for sure. Yeah, so, and I think that, I think this guy is is pretty good at this ridiculous pompous shit.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: he has some stunt that allows him to get a plus two to create advantages uh, using flair when he uh, acts in an over, top, over the top manner while commanding a crowd, right? Yep, yep, yep. So yeah. he is uh, going to roll this at a plus five because his flare is a three, plus two for the mm-hmm. stunt. And the difficulty, I think, um, the crowd is... is Pretty messed up at this point in time um they're, yeah. they're bad at acting cohesively, and there is a lot of chaos, so I think Ingrid's gonna spend off her boost to bump mm-hmm. this difficulty by two uh so let's call this a four four all right um based on all those factors, so you can go ahead and give that a roll yeah
0: that is a plus one, so that is a total of six, which is a success by two, so not a success with style but a success nonetheless.
1: Okay, so uh we now have an aspect on the scene that is um impromptu honor guard with yep. a single invocation on it. Um and I think we can we can treat this impromptu honor guard uh as well as a minor NPC, mm-hmm. uh just so we have uh, something that they can do. And they are because it's the Yarl doing this, they are good at taking orders. Mm-hmm. Uh they are uh bad at uh restraining themselves. Yeah. Cause yeah, because yes. these are like the loyal people, right? They're the ones who 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 fucking paid attention and yeah. and listened when the jarl uh jumped. They said, Yes, sir, how high, sir. Yes. Okay. Uh so we now have another another actor uh in play here. Um this says to me that if we're if we were going to assign a destiny to the Yarl, it would be the leader because they mm-hmm, actually have the ability sure. to create minor npcs like this um yeah so cool we have the impromptu honor guard okay so that's effectively uh the top of our round then mm-hmm. uh so after the yarl goes um i think i think that um uh, leaf would like to go okay yeah and uh with all of this uh, going on all the, all the sort of madness in the, in the mead hall. Um, leaf doesn't want to see the jarl killed by mm-hmm. any means, but he does want to see the jarl brought down a couple of pegs. Uh, and let's see, I think, how, how do I want to do this? Um, leaf is, is bothered by what's going on right now because mm-hmm. the jarl is continuing to do the thing the jarl has been doing like the jarl is wearing armor the jarl is armed because everyone's armed right now uh it's mm-hmm. it's ragnarok but instead of fighting for himself the jarl chose to call for help mm-hmm. right um so leaf stands up and bellows to the entire mead hall i call for a duel of honor now do you think that's something that everyone just stops and listens to or is there a role involved here
0: i think you're gonna have to make a role for that i think that especially since uh I'm going to say you have to make a roll against the impromptu honor guard. Okay. And I think, because I think what it is, is they've been ordered to basically, like, take her down. And if you are, if you are trying to, like, exert, like, they, they're following orders. And so to basically circa, uh, to go, uh, like, to so go over there, like, over the Jarl's head in this is going to
1: require a roll okay sounds good um so i'm going to i'm going to call this force i want to yep. call it intellect because i think this is a smart move but i don't think bellowing across the meat hall no i think this is a forceful yeah i think it's a forceful action. Uh, so it's it's my plus two versus the honor guards plus two yes all right so i'm at a one what the honor guard get the honor guard got uh the honor guard got a four shoo okay um. So
0: I rolled a plus two, so they ended up with a four.
1: Yeah. Um. I am going to. I, I I am going to choose to take success at a cost. Okay. With this, so. Um. Every. I think I I have an idea yeah, for what that looks please, like. If you please, yeah, definitely. I think I think you
0: get their attention, and I think everyone kind of stops because like. You know, a duel, like a, an honor, like a duel, like that's, this is serious business. Basically, like you dropped, you shot a gun, you basically shot a gun in the air. Yeah. And everybody stops and looks at you. Yeah,
1: that's exactly, that's exactly the moment. You got it exactly right.
0: But that includes the Jarl of Jarls, uh-huh. whose eyes, no matter, like through the rest of whatever you say and whatever you like, you just, dis- you describe next, his eyes don't leave you and you feel them on like the side of your neck. You just feel him just, like, looking at you, not saying anything, surprisingly, almost, like, shockingly uh, subdued. Okay. Just looking at you. All
1: right. So the entire room is silent now, right? So now Leaf realizes that everyone, including the Jarl, is looking at them and gets a a tiny bit self-conscious, but decides Mm -hmm. to, to sort of forge ahead with this and says... my Jarl this woman obviously has a grievance with you and though she chose to go about this in a rather dishonorable manner the rules of our holdfast are clear grievances need to be aired in honorable combat she needs to fight you and you need to defend yourself my Jarl and um, if it's if it works for you, I'm going to count that as a self compel. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. um, Because telling the Yarl that they need to stand the fuck up for themselves is probably not the greatest idea Mm -hmm. right now. Um, This is uh, as long as you're willing to work is is, is what I'm uh, compelling of myself. Um, So I'm going to stay this course and like, make sure that I keep, Telling the Jarl that they need to stand and fight throughout all of this. Um, This is the tact that I'm going to take (laughs) for this compel. All right. Um, What does the Jarl say?
0: Uh, The Jarl says... I... And he looks, he like... For a second, he starts to lean in and he goes, I... You... And then he kind of looks around and puffs his chest up and, like, re... Like, because he has dropped that affectation of royalty for a second and has to, like, pick it back up. hmm So he's like, my friend, this was a wonderful suggestion. I commend you for stepping up and for taking charge in a tense situation, though after the Jarl- Jarls contained things. But... You raise a a good point. However, as Jarl, I reserve certain... uh, My my presence in the Holdfast is most important. And I cannot be put into... I could die. I could be hurt. And then where would we be? We would be... You know, there's an empire at our gates. We need a strong leader. I...
1: I Here's agree, what I my Yarrow. we need a strong leader, which is why I am suggesting you be one. I'm, lea- well, I'm leaning into that compel. Oh god. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, uh and he leans and he just kind of like he you hit him in the gut, right? Like he sta he you visibly staggers back for a second and is like, "Well, as Yarrow, I make a declaration. I choose my second In an honor duel. Yep. If you wish to to fight in honorable combat, take my place. And he leans in. Bring your best weapon. And your next of kin.
1: (laughs) Alright. So not only has the Jarl kind of done exactly the opposite of what I wanted him to do. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's threatened me too.
0: Yep, and he's put you in this, and he's put you
1: in this duel. Uh huh. So there, there are some of this honor guard, right? Who mm-hmm. have like, uh, who have Ingrid's arms, like sort of pinned behind her back, a, a little yeah. bit. It's 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 it looks it's more showy than it actually is, right? Like she could probably just remove herself if she wanted to. Um, but I walk forward into sort of the, the middle of this opening in the crowd that's there. And I step mm-hmm. between the Jarl and Ingrid and this group of people. And I look at the impromptu honor guard and like the look in my eyes says, just let her go. And I, I think the, it's not like a threat. It's the, the implication is, these are the traditions of our hold fast. Mm-hmm. She is an honored opponent. She needs to stand for herself. Right. Mm. Narratively, I'd like them to just let go. If you think that there's a role uh, needed here, that's absolutely fine.
0: No, I think that they I think that like the especially since the Yarl has declared that the duel is happening. I think that they immediately like scat, like they, they, you know, hands up, They, they, they let her free and she just kind of like locks eyes with you real close
1: and and like i'm doing this to make sure that like she would have like to look at 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 uh, svenson she would have to like step around me to even make eye contact Mm -hmm. with him and not to like to be intimidating to her but to show everyone that i don't give a flying fuck what this guy thinks Yeah. yeah 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 um and I say to to Ingrid loud enough that, that you know the people around can hear, um It seems I'm to stand for the Jarl's honor. Do you accept my challenge? And she
0: she looks at you and like Looks like past you for a second. Like does not like it's not looking at the jarl, but is clearly like looking looking at where 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 she knows the jarl is. Yeah, her
1: eyes are unfocused. She's at, she's off in the middle distance yeah. someplace.
0: And if I win, when I win,
1: if you win, then you will have defeated the jarl of jarls in honorable combat. And you will be treated as such. I stand for the Jarl. Do I not? And I like sort of look around to the side. And in my mind, I see like a lot of heads sort of nodding. Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what the Jarl said. Like, yeah, if, no, that's, that's if, right. If, that's... If, if, if if I lose, the Jarl loses. Like, that's how this works. So th- I don't know. In the back of my, like Tracy, the player was going, I don't know what the Jarl thought he was going to gain by setting someone up to fail in his name. But hey, <laughs> he
0: wanted you to get yours that's really all he yeah, wanted that, it was that, it was that's
1: fantastic if i had fate points to give him i'd give him one <laughs> that's a self compel if i've ever heard it
0: i think i think uh i think we cut back i think we get the briefest of cut to like sigrin is watching this happen uh-huh. and it's just kind of like two fingers on the bridge of her nose like i'm gonna have to make them a sword i'm gonna have to make that i'm gonna have to make them a whole armor and a sw- okay and she's got a little like notebook or like something to like mm-hmm. a little like scrap of parchment and she's already like taking notes of like oh that means that means they're gonna be oh, that means they're gonna be in my forge and they're gonna be with the demands and it's
1: <laughs> okay uh-huh. alright so uh, uh Sigrun has like a, a, a- piece of bark and some charcoal out and mm-hmm. is like sketching weapon designs and uh, it
0: was already like yeah. all right let's let's see let's see what problems they have with this one
1: so she everyone was sort of nodding at, at the at the mm-hmm. statement that like I actually stand for the Jarl um, and let's see so I, I say I am the challenged or I represent the challenged <laughs>
0: Oh, and they, they are, like, like, seethed, like, visibly, like, is visibly, like, rare, just not punchy, like, just, like, mm-hmm. could punch it in the mouth for that one.
1: This takes place tomorrow, mid-morning. mid morning. Mid-mor- oh, oh, uh, alright,
0: that's fine, I don't need to sleep tonight, that's fine, that's fine, mid-morning, <laughs> great, good. Mid-morning. I look forward to it,
1: and I reach out to to like clasp her arm right like to make this official
0: and I think she 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 meets you without a
1: moment's hesitation, okay and like we 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 lock forearms like mm-hmm. like warriors and yep. uh, I, after we release, I say, you will need a place to stay this evening. I have space at my farm.
0: You would show you show such courtesy to your enemy. Somebody has to. Why aren't you the jarl? And she smiles, and like she flashes this like she flashes just the shit eatingest grin Mm -hmm. of shit eatingest grins because she knows exactly like what she's just done. Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, I say to her, "My farm is enough. Would you accompany me?" My pleasure. And the two of us just walk out of the meat hall. Like, cool guys don't look back at explosions, right? Yep, yep,
0: yep. (laughs) And I think, uh, I think Sig- Like, I think the Jarl is just, like, stewing, and it's just like,
1: Please, eat! Feast! Yeah, that's exactly what I was hoping that's perfect. (laughs) Skull, music! And then, like-
0: I think Sigrid watches the Yarl, like, stew and, like, try to regain order, and as as annoyed as she is that Leaf is difficult to work with, I think that's the moment that she's like,
1: okay, you know what, I could have some fun with this. Uh, and I think... I think that's, that's a good place for the scene to end, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um,
1: I'm... I'm not as interested in uh, like what passes between Ingrid and uh, Leaf during the night. Um, yeah. I think I'd rather see uh, Sigrun creating the weapon.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think Leaf is probably also there, right? Like,
1: uh, Actually, I think um, on the way... Would it be appropriate for Sigrun to like run after and try and catch up with them real quick before... Yeah, 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 okay. yeah for sure. Cool. So... So yeah, we're just outside the, the doors in the mead hall um, and getting ready to head out to the farm when when Sigrun runs out.
0: She runs out and is like, "Leaf, wait." Yes. Are you really gonna do this?
1: My jarl has commanded me.
0: I'm sorry. I uh, may I may I speak with your challenger for just a moment and, and please don't leave or start a revolter i don't know what you do but please don't I, just a moment and she kind of like shuffles leaf away leaving ingrid standing slightly confused yes what
1: can i do for you're you? not a f- you're not a fighter are you saying this to ingrid or to, to leaf. leaf um everyone here is a fighter it's what we do
0: right but you you're a farmer like this is
1: what you you know what you do you you are not a duelist are my arms weaker than someone else's did did i lose a leg and not notice it i suppose that is true but look at look at her
0: look at all look at everything about her says that that this is it says that you're going to need a mighty fine dueling
1: sword. I was thinking a scythe. I, it could work. I could work with scythe. And uh, Leaf like takes the piece of of, of bark and charcoal uh, from her hand, and. Uh, draws out it's super rough it sucks so Mm -hmm. bad right um Mm -hmm. but it's like it's a it's a drawing of a scythe but it uh like leaf like points to the haft of it and says build this like you would build a quarterstaff and this and points to the head um Mm -hmm. build this of something uh Strong but light, uh, different than than what would be used to cut down grain. It has to pierce armor, not of course. So so like and, and all these pointers, but basically like a combat side, right? Something a farmer who farms wheat and alfalfa knows how to use. Sure, also mixed course. with a quarter staff where the head is light enough that it is it's balanced and not like awkward to one end, so he can wield it like a bladed quarter staff effectively.
0: Sure, of course. I- I... And she kind of, like, goes pale for a second as she steals herself and says, I know just the material, but I- but I would like some company as I collect it.
1: Leaf sort of cocks his head to the side. He is not getting her implication.
0: I would- There is- I was brought a tiny piece of crystal from deep in a mine, one of the gold mines, one of the gold mines, mm. and she leans in real, like, knowingly.
1: Mm-hmm. One w- one of the large mines.
0: <laughs> yes, of course. Thank you. I was brought a piece of crystal to build just a keepsake, a a, a child's carved horse. It, it was unlike. It was as though I was holding nothing, but I could tell it was like it was. It it weighed a pound on the scale, but it I lifted it like it was nothing. It was powerful and dense and hard to work with. Honestly, it was a pain, but it was powerful. To move with this crystal would be to move with air. We could build a side we could build a side out of it it would be like dancing with a scarf
1: and you have access to more
0: i know who to talk to to get access to more
1: well time is short so if you need accompaniment then we're all going to go and he looks okay. over at ingrid
0: and she kind of like she leans in do you think Sharing the details of the accord with her is a, is a is a is a, a reasonable idea. I defer to you on this a hundred percent.
1: This woman, you saw the crowd in there. Regardless of what comes tomorrow, she's effectively under my protection tonight. So, if you need me to go, we are going. Okay. Okay. So uh Lee sort of nods to to ingrid who's like been watching mm-hmm. this whole thing just sort of bemusedly um mm-hmm. said uh he he says to her we have some materials to gather for uh, the weapon that i will be wielding against you tomorrow and then he realizes what he just said mm-hmm. and then he sort of shakes his head a little bit and says it matters not Please come with us. Of course,
0: we 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 travel, and I think we cut. We have a we have a montage because I I'm more interested in the scene mm-hmm. in the in the negotiation scene because I'm going to, uh, I'm going to mark my by my hand condition. All right, and I'm going to use my connection stunt. Okay, wherein I can create an NPC. I can create an NPC who will give us access to a raw material or good which would not be easily obtained. Uh huh and i want to play out the scene with uh the giant at the bottom of this ancient cave that is basically watching over this impossible magical crystal that is that fe- that feels weightless even even as you can measurably see how it
1: weighs all right so um i think that this and and and, and feel free to to mm-hmm. redirect this however you'd like to but I think that this giant looks like it could not have entered or exited this cave. Yes for sure like it has it can barely move it the, the quarters are so tight that all it can really do is move one arm like across its body mm-hmm. to the crystal or over uh, away from its body toward the entrance. It can shift onto its side briefly. But then it has to roll mm-hmm. back over onto its back like it yeah. must. The only thing that makes sense to any of us humans is that it must have been born in this cave and never been yep. allowed to leave. And it's yep, like yep, yep. atrophied and has like rocks seemingly growing out of its body. And I'm going to,
0: yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to one up that and say like crystal like it's got crystals coming out of like every, I'm almost picturing, uh, like doomsday from Superman yeah, where yeah. there's just like crystal fragments just jutting out. And it's just like these brilliant kind of diamond S crystals are just like massive juts of them are coming out at every angle. And we're standing at the bottom of this cave and it's taken probably several hours to like, just to get to the bottom of this mine.
1: what brings you to me
0: I I am Sigrin daughter of the forge and I have need I have need of the crystals that form in your cave let's not beat around the bush do you have bushes that doesn't matter let's not beat around the bush
1: you presume much
0: i would not do i would not do so were we not in a time of need
1: hmm. everyone is in need at all times why is your need greater Man. than one others
0: surely you know that Ragnarok is upon us.
1: And so the world shall end as it is meant to.
0: But is it not... In in the time of Ragnarok, is not a small piece of comfort before the flames consume us... Is that is that not worth something? Is that not worth protecting?
1: It is comfort you wish to make with the crystal? I was not aware you forged comfort.
0: It is comfort I wish to protect with the crystal. Hmm.
1: And what in an exchange?
0: <sighs> I'm going to. I might call for. I have a.
1: I have a thing that it can ask for. If you're interested. I
0: have. Yeah, I have a suggestion. Let me hear what you're going to ask for, because I also have a suggestion
1: it's going to ask that you eventually become the steward of the crystals and take its place once it dies.
0: Oh, that's real good. Uh, okay, that's real good. Okay, yeah. Ask for that, and then I also I will also offer a suggestion. Okay.
1: To be able to obtain this material, you must know its true value. You must be willing to protect it. You must be willing to give of yourself If I give you this, the time will come when you will become its steward, where you will be as I am now.
0: So, and she looks back for a long time at Leaf, and just looks back and like lowers her head a little bit and says, To protect the comfort of my homestead of my hold fast to protect the comfort of my hold fast. I accept this and I, I offer you something as well.
1: The one crystal and eyebrow arches slightly.
0: And she kind of gets that look where like an eyebrow cocks and she grins a little bit. And I think, let me ask you, mm-hmm. uh, when has Leaf seen this look on a work site when she's about to suggest something that sh- that is just six degrees outside of reasonable? Oh,
1: I mean, I feel like it happens every other week, at least, mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. she's always pushing the envelope and she's always, like, trying something that, that maybe shouldn't be tried. And so she gets that look on her face and Leaf just says, Sigrid?
0: This crystal... And she holds like a she. She picks up like a piece of it, and like shows, basically like reflects it at just an angle, and shows the, the giant's eyebrow back to it. Mm-hmm. Reflects. If, unless I have misund- unless I have miscalculated, we can position several of these. Giant, when is the last time you saw the outside?
1: The giant... ...breathes out sharply, but it's not... It, the, the humans in this cave may not be able to tell, but it mm-hmm. is not a sigh or anything aggressive. It's the beginning of a laugh. Mm-hmm. But the giant hasn't laughed in who knows how long, right? Mm-hmm. And so it just sounds odd. It's, it's one big exhalation that is its expression of humor. Mm hmm.
0: Do this for me. And I build you a viewing window. I spend the rest of my days until it is my time to become the steward of the crystal. We build you we build you a tiny window. You could see the stars.
1: If you accept so do I too accept. Just know this, crafter. You are too clever for your own good by half.
0: You're not even the tenth person to tell me that this month.
1: So the uh, the giant like looks the situation over. Uh, his eyes fall on the the piece of bark, and he actually mm-hmm. reaches up and snaps off one of his own eyelashes, mm-hmm. which is curved in exactly the right orientation for the scythe blade. Mm-hmm. And. It's it's the tiniest little thing in his one massive hand. But as he hands it to you, it's, you know, a good three and a half feet long. But again, weighs a pound. Yeah.
0: I think Sigrin, like, tosses it in her hands kind of back and forth in a bit and is like, this will work. This will... Giant, what is your name?
1: Just call me... The Keeper. Any any other name was lost to me long ago. Keeper. I look forward to
0: working with you. I suspect this viewing window will be... the project that I was put on Midgard to complete. But for now, there is work to do. I shall return. And she turns back and with this look of, holy shit, I didn't think any of that would work. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I guess we go to work now.
1: All right. And then we have another montage of, uh, it's it's a split montage because uh, Leaf and Ingrid actually go back to the farm to get some sleep. Right. And it's yep. and, and they actually sit and they share a meal together and they have a good night's rest. And, you know, and and for their bits where all this is getting cut in, you know, in the morning, they they both prepare for battle and like walk back to the holdfast proper together. Um, And yeah. that's cut in with scenes of Sigrin working on this new scythe.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. That is, uh, I am going specifically, as I think now is the now is the, absolutely the time. I am invoking my masterwork stunt. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm going to mark three boxes of my masterwork condition. So it, op- which it operates at giant op- scale then. Appropriately enough, I think.
1: Uh huh.
0: Um, and so uh, I create an advantage at giant scale to represent the item. I place an invocation on it. Uh, it so when you when you use it you operate at giant scale
1: yep so that means mechanically uh, I can if I'm operating against an opponent that is of lower scale for every step of scale I have I can either choose to get a plus one on the roll mm-hmm. itself or I can choose to get two shifts per step on the result mm-hmm. so that can even turn a a tie which is a success at a cost into an actual hit in combat-hmm so, yeah, this is this is no small thing.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And I think like I think that with the, the last shot of the montage is just her holding the scythe. And she's like. He's going to have a problem with it. And, but it's pretty, but it's pretty cool. And,
1: and as you say that, I think that's when uh, Sven uh, keeps Ingrid outside. For this as mm-hmm. he approaches the forge. Mm-hmm. um, And he walks in and he sees you holding the scythe. And he looks at it and he looks you. Looks you over. And he just claps a hand on your shoulder and says. This is good.
0: Seriously. Uh, oh, uh, I mean, yes, it is. It is good because I am good. I'm very good at what I do, but. You know, this is the first time you've never critiqued my work.
1: You had to ruin the moment, didn't you? It's what I do. It's a specialty. Fair enough. Go, go win your duel. Are you going to come watch?
0: I, I, I probably should see my, my, my handiwork in action.
1: Very well. And, uh. I think even more so than leaving her outside um spend sort of sent ingrid on to to where the combat is going to take place um so the the walking in together this time will be will, will be leaf and uh sigrin mm-hmm. um we're coming up on time soon so i think rather than doing this as a full a full-on combat oh, we
0: can run a little week we, we, yeah we can
1: we can we can
0: we can run the combat and then call it. Okay.
1: Well, I, rather than doing that, I think I, I, I'd rather treat it with just um, a couple of rolls, um, especially yeah, 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 that's that way fine. we don't have to stat out all of Ingrid. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so
0: I want to know. Why don't we call it? Uh, why don't we call it one roll for the
1: actual duel,
0: this, and then one roll, and then we'll see what happens after that, and then maybe take like one or two rolls just for that.
1: Yeah, totally. I want to hear what uh spenson does to sort of like announce or officiate this mm-hmm. this happy horse shit <laughs> uh
0: he steps up he is on he he literally has somebody put a box down so that he can step onto it mm-hmm. and just be that little bit raced i hate this guy right he sucks <laughs> But I do want to point out that I, I, as much as I hate Svensson, I love Svensson's royal box carrier more than anything. And I will protect them for the rest of my days. Uh, so he's got somebody who runs over, drops a box down, he steps onto it. And is like, I have gloriously and graciously decided to defend not, not just my honor, but the honor of our holdfast... Jotunheim, home of giants, we shall defend our glory and our place in the world against usurpers. And I, I shall reclaim, I shall make right the wrongs dealt against not just me, but all of us by defeating this would-be assassin in royal combat. In this royal combat, I will be represented by Leaf, But I shall claim victory this day. For all of us. Stands there and just, like, takes in, like, the politest applause. Like, the golf-clappiest of, like, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. (laughs) Sure.
1: Okay. Um... So I have a question for you then, uh, yeah. co-GM, as uh, the person who just uttered those words from Svensson's mouth. Mm-hmm. He used the phrase defend the holdfast, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. Then I am going to do a couple of things before this combat actually kicks off, which will resolve okay. with, just, with just the roll. But uh, I am going to... You no, know, I will not do that one because we would need to do that if if it were a more drawn out thing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, mark uh, my generations of blood condition. Okay, I get to declare a a secret about the surrounding area uh, of the holdfast. I get to declare a detail about the about the land around the holdfast, which encompasses where this dueling ground is. Um. And then I get to write an aspect and place three free invocations on it. Okay. The detail is going to be that this being Jotunheim, Mm -hmm. um, the hills that the Holdfast is made of are actually uh, built upon giant's bones. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, the... The area where the, the the dueling ground is is made up of a uh, particularly unstable patch of ground where the bones have broken and and shattered over the years, and so there's a lot of like loose bone splinters, and if you mm-hmm. know how to walk on it, you're fine. If you don't, you'll be a little bit off balance, and if you know oh, the land really really well you can step in certain spots and, like, make things shoot up from the ground. That's so cool! Thanks. Um, That's awesome. I love it. So, I am going to uh, hop over to our shared space, and um, you need to name your aspect for the scythe. Yes. So, this legendary weapon has a name. Uh, It it gets Uh, one free invocation on it. It is the keepers. It is the...
0: Uh, it is the the Pact of the Keeper.
1: Wonderful. And. Um, Technically, the
0: name is the Pact of the the Pact of the Keeper of the Crystal Cavern. Hey, we, but I we, think just the Pact is the is the name that everyone is going to call it. But I like it when it when a magic item has like a 47 word name. Yeah.
1: Uh, and the name of my aspect of this Dueling Ground is Secrets of the Dead Earth.
0: That's real good.
1: I I love aspects like they they make my 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 English major self smile real big.
0: Oh uh, the, the heart the hearts. There's a reason that fate speaks
1: to me so deeply. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we face off now yep. in this dueling ground, and I am in in all things, uh, aside from when someone is acting an absolute fool or not doing the work Mm -hmm. they should, I'm extremely patient. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait for her to, to come first. And then I'm going to, uh, I'm going to react. Um, so because I know the land so well, and because Mm -hmm. I have this, this, uh, weapon at my back, uh, i'm going i think i can justify using intellect for this role yeah um, Yeah. she is going to attack using force um
0: yeah for sure she bum rushes yeah. you like the second thing the second they call that the duel begins she is making her way of, like she's charging you right uh
1: so uh let's do this role let's see what the outcome is and then we can right. narrate the long form version of what happens That is a flat zero. So she's got a three. Okay. I rolled uh, a five. Plus, I actually, um, I, I rolled a five. Plus, I'm two steps of scale larger than her with Mm -hmm. the pact. So that takes it to a seven. And Mm -hmm. as part of this montage, I'm burning the invocation on the pact and all three invokes on secrets Mm -hmm. of the dead earth. She yeah. is by far the better warrior, right? Yes. She is a trained combatant. She almost stabbed the Jarl to death. Mm-hmm. So she describe how how she attacks and what that looks like. And I'll respond uh, with, with the things that I do to defend. And ultimately, um, since I've got her by uh she got a three, right? So that's five, seven, yeah. uh, nine, 11, 13, 15, I've got her Everybody. by 12 shifts. Yeah. Uh,
0: so even if we played this out as a full combat, I believe this would be the moment that she yeah. would uh, respectfully uh, bow out. As soon,
1: as soon as I attacked, it would be over because I've just got I've got yeah. too many invocations to bring to bear. And uh, yeah, I'm this, just going
0: to I would just surrender yeah. the, the con. The, so I think what happens is she like I think because she's a trained combatant, she's not caught off guard by the dead earth. Right. Right. I think she's too good, she's too good at, like, maybe she trips, like, initially, like, she takes one wrong step, like, as she's getting ready to run at you, like, slips, like, twists, like, bends her ankle and, like, realizes that she's going to have to, like, dance around the bone spurs, but she's, I don't think she's actively, like, necessarily hindered by Mm -hmm. them. But I think that she's just like running and like maybe jump, like kind of like skipping from, from bone spur to bone spur, you know, at, like battle axe raised above her head, just like red, like, and like kind of kicks one like leg into the ground, leaps up, and is coming down with like a massive battle axe swing to just like cleave you in two.
1: And. She does that, and I actually step inside of her guard, and I catch the axe on the on the quarterstaff haft of the mm-hmm. of the scythe, right where the head of her axe meets the haft, mm-hmm. and I use her own momentum against her, and I sort of fall backwards because I wasn't. It's partially because I wasn't expecting the ferocity of her blow, and partially because mm-hmm. I. I'm doing this intelligently. And I fall back. And as I do so is when uh I use the 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 dueling grounds to my advantage. And as I land, I twist to the side to have the the haft of the or the the butt of the scythe hit into the ground, and all of these mm-hmm. bone spurs come shooting out of the ground and like aim up at her and at this point in time i'm like holding on to her she's sort of standing over me but her weight is sort of on the axe and Mm i and i'm on my back and i've got her held up if i shifted the scythe down if i just slid the haft along my hands the blade would come right to her neck Mm
0: -hmm. and it
1: does And i stop it right there and all of these spurs are like pointing at her it's like uh, doctor strange in uh in the the newest Avengers movie. If I let her go, she would fall down onto these spikes. Yep. Or if I twisted my hand a little bit, this way to the way of the sides would go through her neck. And I look up at her and I, and I'm on my back, right? She's ostensibly mm-hmm. in the position of, of, of power. And I look up and I just say, do you yield?
0: And axe in her hand. She gets that same grin and she says, I stand by my question earlier. And she lets go of the axe. And she just looks at you and says, Why aren't you the Arl? And, like, lets go of the axe. Hands hands in a position of, uh, like, hands up. And it's just like, I yield.
1: She says that, and I imagine that Svenson like begins to step onto the the dueling ground right to like congratulate his champion yeah. and so on and so forth and i i have i have saved the day and i, I right. look up at ingrid and i say i can't be the Yarl while the current one still lives and i bring the the head of the scythe this giant scale scythe mm-hmm. down onto the the dueling grounds i should have saved one of those invokes that's okay because what I want to happen is for the Jarl to forget the nature of the dueling grounds, even after what he just saw, and to have a mm-hmm. spike just sort of like stick him right in the gut.
0: Well, you've got fate points like you oh, can get yeah, you shit. You're right. Yeah, that's so that's yeah, exactly I, what happens. I, like just yeah, cold.
1: I, I just I spend one of my fate points to to invoke the dueling grounds and and just and just cold through his skull yep, Yeah. and just stab him.
0: And she's just like eyes and dinner plates is like. That'll do it.
1: And I stand up. And I walk past his body, which is like twitching a little bit. Yep. And I say. I defended the honor of the hold fast. The Jarl forgot the nature of this place, something I will never do. I will not seize, I will not seize power. That is not our way. I ask you, would you have me lead?
0: I think Sigrin is, Sigrin is the first to kneel, I think. Just like Sigrin is the first to kneel. And I think, you know, it kind of like radiates, it like waves out from Mm -hmm. there where everyone's just, you know, one knee, head head bowed, and I think Ingrid behind you, like, like, just, like, slowly claps for a second and then, like, takes the knee.
1: And I think uh, that's where this scene fades yeah. to black. Um, in my mind, though, like, we fast forward mm-hmm. probably 80 years. Yep. And among a, a, a crystalline skeleton, Sigrin is down in the mine and yep. and her body has begun to grow in size, right? So like yep. become the actual protector. And whatever form this Ragnarok actually takes, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that Sigrin can see through the viewer she made. Yep. So what whether and it's think whether like- it's good or whether it's bad, that's that's what Sigrin gets.
0: And I think like she looks through it, and like whether it's good or bad, I think she looks through it, and like a sm like you know across her giant stony face, like a smile form
1: that same smile,
0: yep, and lets out that that same long gasping laugh as she looks at her masterpiece, the thing that she did that would change her world mm-hmm. at least and that's game yeah that was so much fun good that was so good yeah i had a great time I loved it oh that was great tracy thank you so much for coming on party of one this was awesome
1: yeah i i am really pleased with how this played out um it it, it felt like the final episode of a campaign we've been playing for a long time
0: yep honestly really good so real quick uh where can people find you, your
1: work, and the Iron Edit Kickstarter online? Uh, well, if you uh, search on Kickstarter for Iron Edit Accelerated, that will come right up. You can find uh, me on social media at the Other Tracy. That's T-R-A-C-Y. Uh, you can find all of my work uh, at theothertracy.com. Uh, you can buy any of the stuff that I've done uh, through Exploding Rogue Studios on Drive Through RPG. And uh, I also have my own podcast. Uh, It's an RPG actual play podcast. Been on hiatus uh, for a few months now because of some some life stuff has made it made it almost impossible for me to get audio edited. But we're we're spinning back up soon. Uh, And that is called The Other Cast. It's all one word. You can search for that on uh, iTunes or uh, find it on Google and enter it into your podcatcher of choice excellent
0: well thank you so much for coming on the show this was awesome i loved it and i'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that you can wrap up with the show take a future me thanks past me and thanks again to tracy for coming on the show that game was so good oh my goodness i loved it be sure to head over to kickstarter and back iron accelerated it is such a cool vibrant game and we didn't even get to the giant bone robots it's amazing you can find a link to that as well as links to all of tracy's work in the show notes below also, be sure to follow them on Twitter at TheOtherTracy. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. then slide over and like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PartyOfOnePodcast. You can also join our Discord community at bit.ly slash PartyOfOneDiscord. Come hang out with us, chat about professional wrestling and the show and role-playing games. You know, the holy trinity of conversation topics. That's bit.ly slash PartyOfOneDiscord. If you enjoy the show, consider backing us on Patreon at patreon.com partyofonepodcast. Patreon backers get access to bonus materials, mini-podcasts, and interviews, and Patreon dollars help pay for all the little things that keep the show going, like equipment fees, hosting costs, all that kind of stuff. That's patreon.com partyofonepodcast. Or if you want to support the show in other ways, you can give us a nice iTunes review, a shout-out on social media, recommend the show to a friend, anything to help the show reach new listeners, which helps us grow and do bigger, better, and cooler things. All of that stuff is amazing, and I appreciate all of it. If you listen to the show and thought, gosh, I wish I just had another 45 minutes of Jeff talking to one other person on our podcast every week, well, I've got just the podcast for you. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by you. Every week, my best friend Aaron katano and I take a listener prompt, and we spin it into an original fantasy character populating a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday at allmyfantasychildren.com Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you're interested in coming onto the show, whether you are a podcaster, game designer, professional wrestler, writer, actor, comedian, musician, film critic, kaiju, financial guru, or you just love a good role-playing game, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the force of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.